Here we go. How to go from under earning and move into divine abundance in two super doable steps. Mark Dayton, it's good to see you. Terry Wells, I could, I could keep announcing people because I miss a lot of you guys. I haven't seen you guys for a while. Stacy, great, great to see you. Teresa, always, always dear to my heart. Voss is in the house. All right, so here we go. Here's number one. This is out of Psalm 126, verse 5. And what it says, every word of Scripture, every word of these oracles, every jot, every tittle, every crossing of a T, every dot of an I has a purpose. It was preserved for us for thousands of years, brought forward for us, for our ears today to transform our life, to make us better people, to make us better parents, to make us better business people, to make us better all around, and to really walk closer in the divine abundance. So here we go, Kathy Hawkins, it's great to see you. So number one is those who sow in tears let me pull up my, my desk pad here. It says, those who sow in tears, let me get my proper pen. So my pens are not connected. Isaac, when you do this, you gotta plug stuff in. Rookie error again. That's okay. All right, let's see how this one works. All right, hang on. All right, those who sow in tears will reap in joy. So you've got this idea of a dual emotion going on. You've got a dual emotion. And when you hit an emotion some people regulate emotions to flittery things that aren't very important. But when you touch on an emotion, like let's say you really want something and it falls through. And this just happened to me yesterday. I wanted something very, very badly and it fell through. It didn't happen. And I cried. I cried for about 10 minutes straight. And I was just weeping and weeping and some may look at emotion as a kind of ephemeral accessory, last case, kind of just like the fumes of life. But what I interpreted myself is that it was so deep in me that it, it hurt to not be able to attain it. And it's because the conviction was so deep to have it. It was so deep to bring it on. So when something awakens your emotion, that's a sign to pay close attention. Close, close attention. So here, this particular person, and it's not everybody, because not everybody's willing, so it's just for those who sow in tears 
So this is a farming illustration. So let's pretend this is the field. You've got a guy or a girl. They would have a bag of seed and they would toss their seed into the cultivated rows, basically planting the garden. Now remember, this book was written in the Middle East, which is in a very dry, dusty, hot, arid desert. So you have the sun beating ruthlessly against you. And it says, those who sow in tears. So there's literally, there's not only sweat going on, but there's actually tears. Those tears could be from pain, blister pain in the feet. It could be from splinter pain in the hand. It could be from dehydration. It could also be from a, a sense of deep desperation in needing to reap with joy and needing the harvest. So here you have a deep, deep sense of tears that are flowing as he reaps, as he sows. But it says those who sow in tears will reap enjoy. So now you've got a future pace. And what this, what this oracle is doing for us is it's teaching us how to take the theater of our, of our mind. It's teaching us how to use the workings of our mind to project into our future, reaping with joy. So right now, if you're sowing in tears, and there's a lot of application to this, and we'll get to it in a second, we'll come back to it. But right now, I just want to break this down. So once you fast forward in your imagination, what you've got is another emotion, and you've got literal tears of celebration. And sometimes you'll see this. I remember Shannon's grandmother, she had about 100 people at a family reunion. And she was sharing her life. And at the end of it, it wasn't very emotional. I mean, there were some funny moments and stuff like that. But at the very end, she started to weep in such joy that her life turned out the way it was, and she would say, God provided all of this and all this love and all this family and held it together, and I'm so grateful. So what happened was she ended up reaping in joy. So she may have sown the children in tears, giving childbirth in tears, but what mother doesn't have after the teenage years, there's some tears too. Hey, Rash. So all of a sudden, it's a flipped emotion, a deep conviction. Now there's a reaping in joy. So the first step from this oracle, those who sow in tears will reap in joy, 
is to future pace yourself reaping in joy with a fat harvest, with an abundance of profit, with an abundance of food, with the sunglasses you want to wear, with the car you want to drive, with the property you want to live in and the community you want to be in, surrounded by the people you want to be with in a family or whatever your situation is, relational integrity and relational verve and excitement that's flowing in and out of your life. See yourself reaping in joy. So step one is to future pace and see joy in your future. Our founding father said that every man, which meant every person, has the right to the pursuit of happiness. So see and forward yourself into a happy state that you see. Okay, give me a heart if you got a little value from that. Amparo, good to see you. Joe Mumby, it's great to see you. A fat harvest, so true. Australia. Kitty, I do remember you. But if you got value, give me some hearts over here. Give me some love. Webinar attendees, I've been neglecting you. Let me get back to uh, let me get back to you and say what's up over here. Daryl, it's good to see you. Bob Weiss, it's great. Don, JP, it's nice to see you. Joe Clark, always an honor. Patricia, Roland, thank you all the time. Ryan, Toby, Virginia, Windy. If you got questions, you can fire them. But that's step one, is to future pace the four. Okay, I, I see the hearts. I appreciate them. Toby, it's great to see you. All right. Number two. Now, if you got a teammate or a uh, partner in crime, this is when we start going a little deeper into the technicalities of the how-to but also what is this oracle? Because before you can go, go into proper application of an oracle, you have to have proper orientation of that oracle, what it is. So you gotta know the what of it is before you can get to the how of to use it, okay? So number two is the verse after. So it says, those who sow in tears will reap in joy which is kind of a synopsis of the two verses. But then this gets really good because we get some promises thrown out in front of us. And these guarantees, like there's certain stores that have good guarantees and the ancient scriptures guarantees, I'll take to the bank any day. These you can trust in, you can put your life in, you can trust your whole ball of wax into these. So it says, those who go out weeping, now notice they're going out, okay? They're not waiting. They're not wishing. They're not just praying. They're not, they're not just wishful thinking. They're going out into the marketplace, which in that case is the field. They're going out, okay? 
Give me a thumbs up if you understand that. If you want to grow your business, it has to be seen. It has to be noticed. It has to be talked about. Read books on guerrilla marketing. Read books on branding. Read books on virality. There's a good book called Contagious. It came out a couple of years ago by a professor, I think, in DePaul. And he talked about the seven things that cause something to go viral and make it contagious. I've attempted to make a lot of my stuff contagious, but I literally bread it, I bake it into the product experience. And that's how I've been able to survive the game. So I noticed more people are coming on, so thank you. If you got somebody who's gonna think get value from this, tag them and get them on here, because this is good stuff. So those who go out weeping, here's the deal. They're crying, but again, this doesn't mean they don't want to do it. The weeping could be based in fear. The weeping could be based in hope. Could be based in anxiety. Again, in the ancient East, it could be based on blisters, sunburn, dehydration, sickness. It could also be just they need to score big. And for some of you, it's time to score. You deserve to score. For some of you, your dreams have to turn that corner now because your faith, you're losing it. One sale, one new partnership, one new book, one new epiphany, one new conference can flip that whole thing around for you. One last piece in the combination lock, Jim Rohn teaches. Sometimes that is all it takes. So some of you are just right at the edge, tiniest corner away from moving from emotions of sorrow to emotions of joy. But those who go out weeping, carrying their seed to sow, so they're not going out with nothing to say. They've got a message. They're sowing a seed. That seed is marketing. If you don't, I can tell you how much money you make based on how much you market, based on your virality plans. If you're not spending anything, and remember when we talked about the oxen, oxen are expensive. They're nasty. You got to pick up their crap. The barn gets dirty. They're expensive to maintain. They're expensive to buy. But they sure make carrying the seed and sowing the seed a lot easier. So the tears already start going down when you start making investments into assets into your business. Some of you need a faster computer. Some of you need a faster partner. Someone who's going to take a little more action. Here's the fun stuff, though. Those who go out weeping, carrying their seed to sow, will surely return. This is a guarantee. They will surely return. Undoubtedly.
guaranteed. And they're going to return, not just with tears, a little tear here or there, but with shouts of joy. Shouts of joy. They're going to write songs around the harvest. That's what they do in the ancient culture. They would celebrate harvest with songs. They would write them. But shouts of joy hauling in their harvest. So again, you want to future pace yourself to see yourself in whatever setting it is. I remember J-Bud and I, we had a great team of affiliates for super, um, what was it called? Futuristic marketing. We did th over 3 million bucks in a week. It was really because of you guys and our partners. We had a huge party at his house. Huge. And I remember the song Home came on. And I'm not going to sing it because it just would be bad. But J-Bud and I were holding each other, arm to arm, jumping up and down, singing, shouting with joy, because he just hauled in an Audi R8 and we hauled in three million in revenue, paying out about $1.7 million to our friends. And we celebrated so hard that night. Um, there's some pictures that should not be shown, but that is the type of celebration you wanna be a part of. And I, I remember asking somebody we were talking about Steve Jobs. We were talking about teamwork and working hard. And I remember saying, would you rather be in a boardroom that has mediocre success but doesn't drive sweat, doesn't drive some fear, doesn't keep you up at night, doesn't have you work 17-hour days for three straight weeks in a row? Or would you rather be in the conference room with Apple when they break the first ever iPhone record and then they break it again and then they break it again and they break it again and they break another record. And I said, whatever type of person you are will lean to the type, well, what room would you rather be in? Now, the person that I do good with is the person that's okay with working very, very long so that they can play for very, very long. I like to work like an alligator eats. An alligator might only eat once every... Uh... Michael says, spiritual marketing. Now this I can get down with. This is resonating hard. Love the analogy of scripture. Um, well, this isn't just analogy. This is business training. You sow and you work with tears. Those tears can be anticipatory tears. It doesn't matter. But you carry your seed with you. You sow that seed. 
which you constantly keep in front of you, constantly. You future pace an end result that is so powerful, it'll carry you through the weeping. It'll carry you through the hard time. I remember when we started our King's Life, someone that I knew, it took him three years to get to his first $20,000 policy, commission policy. And I said, I want to get to it in the first year. I want to get to it fast. And we got to our first $20,000 commission on a single policy within six months. And I remember going in my heart, shouting for joy, going, that is exactly what I'd forecasted. It's exactly what I saw. The amount of tears to set up that particular company, the legislation, the uh, regulation, the marketing, the reading, it was so intensive. And then to make $20,000 in a day felt good from a single policy that changed somebody's life. So I'm going to go deeper into application here for a little bit, probably no more than 15 minutes. So if you got a friend or a teammate that will resonate with this, we're going to go deeper into the how-to. We're going to break down some of the mechanics because the cool thing about Scripture is it's called seed. In a lot of places, they call the word the seed. And the seed is meant to grow. Because if, if the Bible was written fully how to apply everything, that book would be this thick. And you'd have to like cart it around in a special car. It'd just be unworkable. So it's a very terse, tight, oracle-based composite library really is what the scripture is of oracles, songs, legends, stories, biographies, and how-tos. And money is talked about, money and business is one of the most dominant talked in all of the scriptures. So I'm going to go a little deeper into the how-to this stuff Give me hearts up if you want to hear it. Adam Holland, fresh from SeaWorld. Give me some love if you got it, if you like what you're hearing. Why, doesn't, why don't you write down real quick the number one thing you've learned so far? Just a few people. Doesn't that? We have 447 live over here. We have, uh, we have a bunch live in the comments over here. And uh, just write down some major thing you've learned. I'd, I'd love that. Adam, if I had the strength right now and the speed, I'd run over. Adam Holland gave me, um, and this is something crazy. I saw this in the past. 
You know, screw it. I'm going to do it. Isaac, if you're watching, bring me the lion above the fireplace. Isaac, if you're watching. Isaac Bear! Bring me the... There we go. So, Adam Holland bought me this. And uh, it is so heavy. It is so beautiful. Where'd you get this thing, Adam? It's perfect. Anyway, it sits on the mantle of our fireplace. But I future cast that my clients and my teammates, there's a, there's a view of it, would not just, here goes, would not just buy my stuff, buy my shit, but that gifts, they would also give gifts. Now, I keep that private. I don't sit, well, publicly I'm sharing it just because I want you to do the same thing. But that's a beautiful item that we're going to keep in the family forever. And the kids will always know, Adam, that it came from you. So uh, I appreciate that gift. But my point is, yes, in Solomon CEO Amparo, I talk about how your clients, when, when someone says, are you, you know, your business is a time to give back to society. I always say to myself, our business should be giving back to society by existing. Just by ex its existence is giving back. I don't have any guilt about my business, nor should you have any guilt about your business. But one thing I want you to future pace is hauling in a harvest and gifts are included. I've had all sorts of cool gifts given to me. All sorts. I had a gentleman send a thousand dollars and he said, I don't want anything. I love your podcast. Here's a thousand bucks. And uh, I told Shani, I said, well, have him give me a shout. Give him my number or text so we can text. I can thank him. He doesn't even want to thanks. He doesn't even care. He just wanted to send $1,000 out of reciprocity for a podcast. Vince Reed is the one that gave me the idea to have a podcast. So I want to thank you for that. Megan Atkinson, I just was talking to Bailey because I was going to the cities to buy to get some uh, stuff. And so, Megan, we were just thinking about you not long ago. But anyway, here's the nitty-gritty. So if you got if you got a marketing partner or a teammate or something, I want to break this down just a little bit bigger. But I like more people to see it. Um, so... Without further ado, here we go. It says, those who go out weeping. Let's go straight for uh, all practicality. The more you go out, the more cash you set in motion 
your time is getting set in motion when you go out to prosper. You are putting the wheels of positive wealth in your favor when you go out and do marketing. So know that if you're hiding in, wealth stays away. If you're running toward, wealth comes. Here's the other thing. Those who go out weeping, there's oftentimes, and this is clutch, and you guys deserve to hear this. There's oftentimes a point in someone's career where it's the driest desert it's ever been. Sales aren't coming. They don't seem like they're coming. Business is pretty stagnant. Things are pretty sketchy in terms of just the market. And you're in a weeping mode. You want to give up. You want to quit. But then you think, what am I going to go do? Get a job? Yeah, right. But you go through this weeping. Now, here's the thing. That is the very season where the inner seed of who you are is developed. That's the season that the strength of inside of you gets built. So in the tree, the, the DNA of the tree that grows isn't a brittle little thing that snaps in the wind. It's something that can endure drought. It's something that can endure, and I will tell you, you want to have a great business. You want to have a longevity business. Sometimes the wind will take down one of our oaks. And what we do is we go out and we bought. We, uh, we don't buy it. But we just take a pencil and we start counting the rings. 250 years old, 273 years old. But what we'll see is that some years, the growth in between the rings is pretty wide. Those are bumper years. Those are years where the tree grew the fastest. But there is inside of a tree, when you're looking at the rings, the podcast people get to see the drawing on this. When you're looking inside of the rings, there are some years that are so dry, and there's so many of them, you almost don't know if those are separate years or one big weird year. Because the drought was so strong, but here's what happens. That's when the roots develop and that tree becomes strong enough to last generations. Do you see what I'm saying? Raise your hand if you get what I'm saying or give me a thumbs up or a heart's up or something. These tears and you surviving your own tears is a great mark, it's a great testing that your business, and not just your business, but your person can survive. Hey, we just broke a thousand people. Well, well done, everybody. 
Mark, thank you for the comment. Appreciate it. Always good. Thank you. April, it's good to see you. Kevin. But here's the thing. Some years are so dry that those years build the seed, okay? But you go out and you weep, and if you survive your own tears, your business has the resolve to march forward no matter what. Thanks for all the love on that. Now next it says, carrying their seed to sow. Here's the thing with your seed. Work. Some of you just need to change out your seed. I have friends that sell seed around here. Monsanto and all these seeds. There's different seeds. Sometimes a farmer just needs to buy a better seed. They need to throw down for a more expensive seed. One that's stronger, one that yields better. One that's been more scientifically created, cultivated. So some of you are just some new seed away from divine abundance. But you've got seed that's shitty. It's a product you're not proud of. The seed should be a reflection of your heart in some sense. There should, be a, there should be an integral connection between what you do and what you sell. And so if your seed itself, if your messaging is off a little, you know, I had, the, I had a really interesting integrity issue yesterday. And I'll tell it to you right now. And I failed at it, and I'm not going to use it after all. It's a public confession. I've never done this. Um, with my travel product, we just have amazing, the deals are just ridiculously stupid. So I was looking at a Disney resort, and uh, I just did this today. I wish I knew how to do anything on this computer. But what I always do is compare against Expedia. You guys have seen that. So I show our club pricing versus Expedia. And I show the exact same unit, exact same rate, exact same everything. And most of the time I'm showing 70 to 90% savings. Well, on this Vistana Frickin' A, I just did this. This is so worth showing you. Today. Yeah. Oh, I was close. But today. There was a $700 two-bedroom right by Disney. It's an amazing Sheraton, okay? And it's a wonderful deal. And I went to Expedia, and Expedia had two two-bedroom offers. One was two sixty-nine a night, 
and that one allowed you to pay later at the resort. The other offer allowed you to pay in full, but it was cheaper. It was like $179 a night. So the savings instead went from $700 with our club. It cost $700 for the week. And with Expedia, it was like $1,400 or $1,300 or something. But if I clicked and showed the other option, which was technically identical, except for we take payment up front, it showed more savings. And I'd never done that before. I'd never demonstrated falsely ever once on purpose. But I took the screenshots. Now, I haven't used them. And as integrity to you guys, I'm not going to use them. Fuck it. I'm not doing it. Because I remember it showed like, it all of a sudden showed 70% savings instead of 40 or whatever it was. But I was so tempted to lie. And it was a wiggle lie. It wasn't even that big of a lie. You know what I'm saying? It was a pretty honest lie. But it was too much of a lie. And I just grappled with it for like five minutes. And I ended up taking the picture. Now, like I said, I haven't used it. I didn't use it. And I'm glad we had this because now I'm not going to use it. So thank you for that. And I apologize just even for thinking about doing that. But, uh, you know, usually like this, this exact unit I think was 700 is 700 bucks in our membership. It's right in Hawaii. So, but integrity is just, it's a war that some people win real easy. And usually it's not that hard for me. I don't know what got into me yesterday, but I almost did that. But my point is the seed you sow needs to be very honest, as honest as possible. But then here's the biggie. You have to. You have to take your imagination. You have to take your imagination. And future forward. And see yourself returning with shouts of joy. Getting the company bonuses breaking the records, having a big Christmas, buying the dream car, upgrading the house, getting the toys, hauling in your harvest. Scripture wouldn't be scripture if it didn't have these promises attached to it because God wants to motivate us wants to motivate us to go get it. He wants us motivated to go see it, to want it, to work through the weeping, to work through the desire to quit so that we can reinvent ourselves, we can innovate, and we can win the day. But those who go about weeping, 
you're in a tough place in your business, if you're struggling, don't deny your tears, let them fall. They show proof that you care. They're deep, they're deep, they're important. Carry their seed to sow. Sow, 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 sell, sell, sell. ABC, always be closing, always be closing. If you're in any sense of sales, I strongly urge you to be reading or listening to sales, how-to sales stuff every day. Today, I've, today I was reading stuff on how to become a superstar salesperson. I've co-closed over $20 million. I am still learning, I'm still interested, and I've got to wash and take a shower and refresh my mind on how to become a great salesperson. Because whether it's through however I'm doing it, I'm selling, and you're selling too. Always be closing. Listen to Tim. Um, uh, Tim Sales is great. Get Eric Worre's stuff. Ray Higdon's stuff is unbelievable. Vico, it's great to hear from you. Okay. Get Zig Ziglar. Tom Hopkins. I remember I read a whole book on a guy that sells one jet a year. One jet a year is all he sells, but he makes 300,000 bucks. Bomer, it's good to see you. So here's the thing. You sow your seed, you ABC, you're always closing, and you will surely return with shouts of joy. This is bigger than a paycheck. Make your life bigger than your paycheck. Make the purpose of your life bigger than your paycheck, and your paycheck will catch up to your purpose. Make your dreams bigger than your paycheck, and all of a sudden your paycheck will grow to match your dreams. Not every time, but here it says, surely you're going to return with shouts of joy. You might make a song. You might start a company song. You guys are so awesome. See yourself hauling in that harvest. All right.